0: When things go wrong, you're scared. Knowledge is power. There's a lot about this virus that we don't know. This yeah. is Money Talks. All
1: right, guys, we're back. This is Money Talks. Jacob here with uh, Jarrett and Michael. Well, we touched on it. We touched on it a bit earlier, but we're gonna get into it a bit because you know our conversations with clients of late have a lot of it's hinged. On the election.
2: No. <laughs>
1: Quite <laughs> a the hot topic. Of, <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of different opinions this cycle, depending on the outcome. Um, so we do have uh, we do have a case study this week where we're looking at two different folks. Uh, we're looking at uh, Wendy, uh, who, as she sits right now, she's trusting her financial plan and asset allocation. She's been on the same path for eight years. And she's pretty confident in how much she's saving and how much she'll be able to spend. And then we have Pete, who is anxious about everything. Yep. <laughs> he believes that <laughs> the pandemic's going to change the economy. Uh, Democrats are going to hike taxes. He wants out of all his healthcare stocks because he believes socialist medicine is taking over. And he wants out of oil stocks because Biden is going to destroy the oil industry. So this is a this is a bit of there's a lot of different things to touch on but yeah. I'll let you guys hit the planning perspective
2: and then we can sort of talk election and you know tactical sure. allocations. Absolutely. We we get this a lot and we mm-hmm. get people panicking a lot and I understand why because you've worked really really hard for your money and you don't want to see anything happen to it. We we understand mm-hmm. that and we totally get it. But there's a lot that has to happen. For these things to take place. Now, this makes the Senate election in Georgia even more important to keep that balance of power. I don't care who you voted for. We need that balance of power. And if the Democrats take the Senate, you're going to see a lot more things get passed. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether that be good or bad depends on, on your perspective, but, um, it's, you know, it, it makes it even more important. The likelihood of
3: change is, is definitely higher there because then you're right. It will be easier for them to push through whatever new tax policy that they feel is appropriate or energy regulations, health care changes, like they're saying. And this case has actually been quite common lately and probably more so than in any recent years that I can recall that mm-hmm. uh, elections have brought. It's, it's a very behavioral thing. I've been pretty amazed with how different things seem to be between clients just in terms of their feelings about, you know, what to do, when to do it, and, and how comfortable that they are just having the market exposure in general. And, you know, it, it seems like... We have financial plans in place. We have an investment strategy in place that are are set up in ways to help navigate through these things. But it is instinctual, I guess, for most people to to feel like they need to do something during these times because that uncertainty, as we were saying earlier, is uh, so much more heightened than it is during a normal time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the bottom line is... There may be some changes that need to be made resulting from you know the the economic environment and possibly the political environment if, if some of these regulations and new policies get pushed through. but at the end of the day, if if you have long term investment holdings and you have a financial plan in place that will help protect your money through, or or help you to navigate through these times, then you really shouldn't have to make a whole lot of change. You know, there's always going to be some change to some degree, you know, you you never know what's happening with companies during times like this, and if they start to suffer, well, you don't want to hang on to to a loser for too long, but uh, again, if you you have these things in place.
2: Agreed, and that's why we have people like Jacob that that looks at these companies on a a daily basis and, Mm -hmm. and goes through them and makes sure that they still meet our criteria, but the other thing that I want to touch on and drive home here is, you don't need to start making changes thinking that something's going to happen. Right. You know, uh, you know, you don't want to panic and say, you know, let's do this because this might happen. Great. Well, if if it doesn't, then you've maybe done something that harmed you or done something mm-hmm. for no point. You have to invest
3: based on what you know, not what you think may or may not happen and that's been my biggest challenge it seems lately is trying to prevent people from doing that or wanting to make changes based on what they think is going to happen we had a number of people that were wanting to get out of of oil or, or some of these other sectors that they were fearful of going into the election and then in doing so missed out on some of the pop that happened after the election and people that were ho- holding cash in hopes of there being a pullback uh, and maybe not hoping because nobody wants to experience the losses just to put that money in at lower prices. But it just goes to show you why you cannot time the market because even if things look like they're leaning one direction, and look what happened. I, I don't re- recall really anybody thinking that there was going to be such a sharp upswing in the market after the election. No. Regardless of which way right. it went. Right. And yeah. Let's yeah. We talk about those ten best days of, of, of over these periods. You can't miss them, but you could have just missed them had you had you held out or went to cash because you were fearful or didn't have that peace of mind. And it's why it is so important that in situations like what we're talking about here uh, with Wendy and Pete, you know, you're going to feel how you're going to feel about different political uh, environments and and just the economy in general. But it's all the more reason why you want to have a plan in place, an investment strategy in place, and stick to it. Right. And yeah. Stick
2: to it. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think just overarchingly, you you create a financial plan with market risk that you're willing mm-hmm. to take and return mm-hmm. expectations, yeah. and you stick with that plan. Right. I think the ultimate reality is the amount that any president can change that return expecta-
2: mm-hmm.
1: expectation is minimal. Yeah. Right. Um, I I I think back I think back to the example of like how the narrative can shift yeah overnight so you go a, a couple years back right mm-hmm. the narrative around pharma was trump is going to crack down on pricing etc yeah well if you had gotten rid of pharma and biotechs at that point which were not mm-hmm. you know the sexy <laughs> buy yeah well you missed out on this year where sure. they've been top performers because it just so happened we had a global pandemic so mm-hmm. those are sort we're we're we look for opportunities around catalysts like an sure. election, but really there's there's a whole story in a lot of the areas speaking of energy mm-hmm. and industrials and even financials at this point yeah. that we're we're seeing opportunity based on valuation
0: exactly. so
1: i I think I'd be more willing to i'd be more willing to entertain the idea of less running in fear but more being opportunistic so yeah. if you wanted to perhaps build a a so-called Biden portfolio Mm -hmm. and look for potential infrastructure expansion, these sorts of things into the future. I I think that could make some sense right now to position in some of those industries that have lower valuations.
3: I've been trying to remind people too that if if your goal is to buy low and sell high, I know that there's maybe a bad taste in your mouth from some of these energy positions that have been so hurt on the year and, and other holdings as well, but don't let that, you know, co- cover your eyes about the true opportunity there. To Jacob's point, the valuations are crazy cheap, and if you didn't have that exposure and that bad taste in your mouth, and I showed you what those energy plays are trading at and what they they look to be worth on paper based on their fundamentals, mm-hmm. you would probably feel very differently about seeing that without having already had the losses. So don't let that deter you. When with what we see today, there's some really good opportunities out there.
1: Yeah, and I think I think part of the reason you have an advisor. Mm-hmm. is to not let you be emotional. We saw this election cycle supercharged. Everyone's got an opinion. Let's throw emotions out the window. Yeah, need
3: unbiased opinions. Right,
1: right. Yeah, I, we saw it in voter voter turnout too. I mean, it was crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, A lot was.
1: of people were really involved. Uh we kind of left it off uh with the election. We're going to jump back in, but guys, uh love answering questions. So, send us your questions. You can reach us on the question hotline at 1-855-429-9166 can leave a voicemail there or you can email us at drgene at hensler.com or if you want some more personal help maybe even get in touch with one of us uh you can dial 770-429-9166 we're also on facebook twitter youtube hensler group check us out uh but guys uh a lot of clients talking election oh, yeah. we kind of left it there um basically you know, at the top level, no reason to change your equity exposure, or panic or jump in and out of mm-hmm. the market based on who's president.
0: Yeah. Uh, we oh. saw
1: with the with the outcome of the election, it doesn't look like the blue wave came, so right. even if you were terrified of a blue
2: wave, it doesn't look like it came. Mm-hmm. Um you have but- a president for 4 to 8 years, right? Mhm. We operate off a 10-year rule philosophy. Yeah. Like let's let's just think about that. I mean, you know, you're not going to pick and choose just because who's president.
3: Yeah. You got to, plus
2: I think it matters more. I've been telling a lot of folks,
3: the the president himself doesn't actually move markets. The policies that they try to put in place and the success they have, that's what really moves markets. So even though we might know who is is going to be in the white house for the next four years, or at least have a, a pretty good idea of that, who's to say, especially if there is this balance in power that remains, how much of what they hope to get pushed through is actually going to come to fruition. And so, You can't really, in our opinion, because our our approach is much more of a a bottom-up approach where we start by looking at the health of the companies that are in the stock universe and try to determine which ones of those are going to perform well regardless of the political environment or the Mm -hmm. the macroeconomic environment. And, look, once we decide on the group of maybe six or 700 that would meet our criteria, then we might take into account, okay, well, we're not. We're obviously not going to own that many stocks for any individual client, so we want to pick. I think you're being generous with six or seven hundred. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe
2: I'm wrong about that, but I mean, yeah, not all the fluctuance. stocks in the S&P 500 meet our criteria. I mean. True. True. Yeah. Right.
1: I think that's. I, I think that's a crucial point, though. Mm-hmm. What's going to What's going to be more successful in the long term is building out a portfolio of high-quality companies yep. purchased at attractive valuations that aren't really at the whims of mm-hmm. interim developments in the market, but have long-term staying power. Yep. You know, they've and, got, we talk economic moat, they've got a moat that's built mm-hmm. around, crocodiles are inside it, no one can touch them. Untouchable right. <laughs> businesses, that's what we want to <laughs> own.
3: Exactly. And and you guys, I mean, I, I know from, from the approach that we take, again, being sort of a bottom-up, we don't want it to be dictated by, you know, the, the political or, or economic environment necessarily because... Then you're probably in and out of things a lot more frequently as things change instead of, again, owning the highest quality companies that we know are strong. They're going to be around, their dividends are well covered, and their quality. You know, again, that that's if you're in retirement, you want the stability that those bring, not necessarily what do I think is going to happen because from that standpoint, you're speculating. You know, Absolutely. If, you, if you use that top down approach, which is the other side of that from our bottom up approach where we start with fundamentals. It, these top-down approaches that get instituted when you have a, a Biden portfolio or a Trump portfolio or whatever it is, that th- there may be some some opportunity there in using those if you pick them right. But I don't think that there's sustainably, you know, that there's just too much risk for clients, especially in retirement, when you're you're speculating about what may be the best thing for this environment as opposed to knowing. You know, I've been telling clients, as far as like energy, for instance. If I can look on paper and see what that company is worth, I can't even do that with my home. The home is what a buyer is willing to pay me, right? But I don't don't need a buyer for a company to determine what it's worth. I can go and do that fundamental analysis so we know the value of the the companies that we buy first because to us Mm -hmm. that is more meaningful than... Well, we think that under this kind of this administration or this kind of economic environment, that this is going to work well. Again, maybe maybe there is some opportunity there that you can hopefully take advantage of. But I would say that's not going to be a sustainable long-term, as like you said, Jacob, on quality and, and sustainable businesses.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I I think we don't want to be entirely dismissive of these changing developments. Yeah. There is a ta- tactical aspect. You have to be But considered. when you when you start talking about taking that top-down approach, well, it's gonna start with the economic data that we've already talked about. How many mm-hmm. people have jobs? You know, What is in the inflation rate? What, mm-hmm. And we're looking sector by sector at the valuation of the sector overall, the growth expectations of those sectors. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're starting. And maybe, depending on the president, it might change those assumptions slightly, but not radically. Yeah. Um, but additionally, if you want to think, you, you know, if you want something to take away, mm-hmm. tactically, as far as, okay, Biden potentially Probably is the president. Mm -hmm. There's a a few areas you can look. So we're looking at opportunities in the industrial space with Mm -hmm. infrastructure exposure. Of course, the odds of that have probably actually moved down a little bit given what happened in Congress. Um, Mm -hmm. But given the valuations that we're seeing there, you could begin to build a case. Mm -hmm. We haven't really made any moves there. But then also if you look at the energy and utility space – something we 've already done that we would encourage people to do mm-hmm. is look at taking on some renewables exposures there 's yeah. a lot of really high quality utilities out there um, that have nice renewables exposure in wind solar mm-hmm. hydroelectric, etc that have that regulatory insulation yeah. Depending on what you know, the federal or even state level environment, how that's going to change over time, you can basically mm-hmm. throw that concern out the window. And same with oil companies, look for integrateds with some renewables exposure because you know yeah. if you start, we're less talking about the next four years, but if mm-hmm. you start looking at these companies and you talk next 20, 30 years, yep. that's a, well, definitely a consideration. If you have Absolutely. a set
3: investment criteria like we do. And you go through that process and you say, okay, these are the companies I know are healthy enough to own. And then you look at those kind of things and say, okay, well, maybe maybe under a Biden administration, energy stocks are going to perform better because if he puts a ban on fracking or you know whatever it is, it's going to drive up uh, the price of, of oil and maybe that's going to have a, a positive benefit. Okay, well, you know, we do take those things into account. I don't want people to think that, you know, we don't make changes based on changes in the political environment or otherwise. But it's more of... OK, the things that we might already own in that space that we're underweight on, if, if that happens, then maybe there's a shift back to, you know, to your point, if, if there's going to be a focus on sustainable energy and these alternative sources of energy might look for the players that stand to benefit the most and, and shift the weightings within the portfolio, just as we did prior to the pandemic of shifting it out of. Some of the tech stuff, you know, after last year when Apple was up 88%, you know, what do we do earlier in the year? We trimmed it back. We didn't sell it. Still a great company to own, but you don't want to be overexposed to that. Mm -hmm. And so in contrast, you know, I think when when you get into a, a new political environment like what we're in, That is more of the change you should be looking to make based on who's in office or what the economy looks like, more so than trying to pick stocks or any investments for that matter, just based on those kind of things along. Because, again, it's way more speculative than being able to see, I I own this company because it's healthy, and I know that it's worth this much based on what I can see in their financials. That is a much better basis for investment than speculating on, macroeconomic or political environments oh yeah absolutely it's
1: if you look at the if you look at the opportunities in picking up equity income yield Mm -hmm. in energy or even some of the consumer staples at this point you're getting basically a bond like investment with an equity kicker yeah like if anything good happens in the energy space and Mm -hmm. you buy a high quality energy company yeah you're getting a yield of 6 7% right now with the potential to get some capital appreciation as well. Sure. Which is just extremely yeah. attractive in our view.
3: Yeah, if you, if you hold the energy plays right now, they, they probably don't look attractive when you log into your account because they've been hurt this year, obviously. But again, like we were saying earlier, if you didn't have that bad taste in your mouth from some of the losses that have come into play on those this year, and you were asking us where are the opportunities today in the market, Man, the valuations on those are crazy cheap. If mm-hmm. you look at the target prices, they're still thirty or forty percent upside on a lot of that, and and you know, they're paying the great dividend. Mm-hmm. But we're not seeing it rebound fully because there's still this uncertainty of absolutely, are we going to get back to a normal? What is the new normal going to be? Are we going to consume energy like we we once did? You know, and I've been reminding people too that you, a lot of folks see energy as oil companies, but. They, in fact, are, are really beginning to diversify, which Jacob could probably speak oh, better to this. I mean, they're investing in these alternative sources, and they're, they are much more so an energy company today than they may have been in the past because in the past I think it was synonymous with oil alone.
2: You've got to think, as these alternative energies become more prevalent or you know, it gets pushed by a certain you know, political agenda or what have you, mm-hmm. these big players that we already own are going to buy these. They're yeah. going to buy up the small people. Yep. And be in that sector, acquire market
1: share. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think uh, Boeing planes are gonna be electric anytime soon. <laughs> no, exactly. there's still no, yeah, plenty of demand in the market. Um,
3: yeah, air travel is not it's not over, and I mean, look at what's been crazy to me. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but yesterday or, or earlier in the week, even with this vaccine news, the cruise cruise lines just shot up the stocks, and it's just the news of that alone caused that much of an increase, and nothing has changed. We don't even, I mean, Pfizer could come out tomorrow and say the results actually weren't as positive as we thought, and then they fall right back down. You know, you just can't invest based on such speculative nope. dynamics like what we're seeing. But it helps
1: if you own, owned it before the news. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> then you can just do nothing right now yeah, exactly. and enjoy it. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, we'll be back uh, after a short break. Hey, Answer some more questions. Listen to
2: Money Talks. Hey baby, what
1: you gotta say? you me
0: All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.